welcome to episode 127. Hi. Yes, welcome. Hi. <laughs> All right, Keith, I'm going to let, I'm just going to, let's just kick this off for what it is. Okay, what I, is it? I, I have dubbed this summer the summer of death. Uh-oh, shit. How many more people have died? What the fuck? I went to a funeral Monday, and I went to a funeral yesterday. How about God. cheers? Nobody wants to be around me. Nobody wants to be around me because I apparently am the shadow of death. No, yeah. two of my friends, two separate friends' parents died on Friday. You're like the black widow. Oh, well, that doesn't count. Friends' parents are going to, that's what happens at our age. Friends' parents are going to pass. People die every day. It's not a certain age, but people die. You know how I feel about the whole age thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, but you know what was interesting to me is that for me, it was the lunar eclipse. Right. Nice, nice time. Nice time for people to exit this plane of existence. I the think, lunar you know, eclipse is a nice time for people to exit? You know, a lot of, sure. A lot of gorgeous energy, a lot of energy shifting. It's all good. I don't know. I don't follow any of that stuff, so I'm not really sure how any of that yeah. works. Yeah, well, I'm just telling you. So that kind of happened. Okay. The last couple of days. Things have been yeah. a little wacky. There's just been a lot of wacky stuff going on. Speaking of wacky, I should say whacking. Yeah. I go for my walk every day. Yeah. And I, I have two kind of different routes. And this one route, there is a, a, a homeowner who does not cut their bushes. So it is impeding my path by right. like 80%. I mean, I almost have to walk sideways on the sidewalk or duck my head under to proceed on my merry way. You know, when my kid was in elementary school, the, there were some bushes that were by his school where you parked because you had two choices. You either did the drop-off, which personally I found to be way longer because, you, yeah, you get to sit in your car, but there's lines and lines and lines around the block and you got to get there early. And it just seems way more of a nightmare than it is just to park your fucking car. You might have to park like two blocks away, but just park your car and walk is so much faster than the stupid drive-through lane. So I always used to park and the main, there's a big main street that's a really busy street. So like, it's not like you, it's really safe to walk in the street around the, the bushes. So there were these bushes that were um, kind of, like you said, they were kind of overgrown, but they were dead. Half of them were dead. Oh, so it was like these gigantic and they were really big, tall, like eight feet tall. And um, there were these big giant like spears sticking because the, the as the bush dies like the the wood doesn't really fall apart it just gets really like brittle so there's all these like and there's no leaves on it anymore so there were all these like jagged well they can kind of hang you hanging into the and there's little kids like walking down so finally i never do this i'm always one of those people sadly uh, you would think differently but i'm always one of those people that's like somebody else will deal with this until finally i think it was it might have been fifth grade Maybe even sixth grade. Not really sure. My son. Oh, like, a couple years. A couple years in. Towards no. Oh, towards the end, like where we weren't needing to deal with it anymore. I'm pretty sure it was fifth grade, where it was almost like dealing with it for years until finally I went. God damn it! There's got to be somebody that we can call. So I finally made like a whole bunch of phone calls to get through to. <clears throat> excuse me. Whoever it was at the city, because it was public property, because okay. there was a, there was a fence, so you could tell that it probably wasn't part of the the person's house. Although the fence was starting to fall apart and you could see into the backyard of the house and there was a little bit of Sanford and Son going on in there. So uh -huh. was, wah, 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 yeah, pretty wah, sure. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, totally. So even if those bushes did belong to that guy, he wasn't going to do nothing yeah. about it. 
because yeah. his fence was falling apart. So and it actually it actually worked. It was one of the few times that I had to call and intervene, like and call the city and say, "What the fuck? This is a, these are children who are walking to school." And I think like it was within a month or two the bushes wow. were were gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's great that it only took you five fucking years to get on it. I know. I'm sorry. It's. I. I think that that's sadly that's a lot of people. A lot There's of people some, are just like well, somebody else. Somebody else will do it. Somebody well, else will do it. Where do you think this is going? Somebody so, else will do it. Somebody else I, will do it. I am somebody else apparently. Yeah. So I had just had enough of walking, and uh, on Monday, Monday's our garbage day too. On Monday. After work, I'm like, okay. I grabbed my hedge clippers and I... My Wait, but that, those are someone else's bushes. You can't just go and trim somebody else's yard. Fucking hey, that's exactly what I did. They're impeding on my ability to walk on public property. The part, there's a law that the part, if, if there is something that's overhanging on your property, you can cut it. Like if someone's tree is hanging over my property, I can cut that, so all the branches down that are on my property. So... As a citizen of the United States, those bushes and tree limbs are hanging over my collective property. You, me, everybody, we own that sidewalk collectively, right? As a And as you a felt citizen. comfortable it, you didn't do any night gardening. You you felt comfortable middle of the day to just high go noon. And, and did I anyone, went, did anyone no. say anything to you? No. Well, yes, actually someone did the um the trash guy. The guy who picks up the yard refuse saw me clipping away and he goes you want to throw it, this is a couple, you know, maybe a quarter mile from my house. He's like, you want to throw that away? And I'm like, yes, sir, I do, because I was just finishing. I hacked away. I hacked away so that I could walk on that sidewalk. Did you, however, let's uh, get to the point here, barring the trash guy being there, let's say he wasn't there, did yeah. you actually bring a bag to take the clippings away with you? Or were what you just you going to leave them in a pile in the, in the sidewalk? What, what do you think I did? I would like to think that you actually planned ahead and brought a bag with you. No, you were going to throw them over the fence into the guy's yard. I wanted to leave them there. I wanted to just clip the shit and leave it there. And I went, but you know, no one would, no one would have cleaned it up and that wouldn't have been being a good citizen. I wouldn't have been a good citizen. And you know, Ruth would have been very unhappy had I done that. Yes. So I was a good citizen and I brought my yard refuse bag and I bagged it all up. And there was quite a bit. It filled a filled a bag. It only took me like I don't know twenty minutes because I'm like Zen 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 Clipper man. I'll just get that shit done. I just needed to clear the sidewalk. It wasn't like an apiary. I wasn't shaping it for them. I was just cutting the shit back. But I did told Rogue Rogue Gardener. I went in and just like this isn't working for me. And I think I, I was motivated by the fact that someone must have someone. There's another place on the walk that was getting overgrown as well, and somebody else did it to some other property, and it just motivated me. I thought about it for a couple of weeks, and I'm finally I'm like, it's not I don't the think first I, time I've done that. I've, I've done that before. I never would have thought of doing that. The only thing I've thought of doing is sometimes when I'm on a walk in our neighborhood, there's lots of ple- uh, people who have fruit trees. And oh, you, I've, so you steal their fruit? No, I no, but I always think about it. I always like I always no, notate it and go, hmm, if I ever feel like doing a little night gardening, I'm going to come back here. <laughs> but I wouldn't. We've had people steal ours and it fucking sucks. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. But I definitely there's been times where I'm like, I want to make friends with that guy. What do you got over there? You got some apples, you got some lemons. But it would be your luck that it would be like the Wizard of Oz. You'd go to steal the apples and they'd be, the trees would be like, "Hey, what are you doing with my apples?" 
Totally. It would work for you. I totally. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on with you? Um, you know, this is the time of year when you start to get into those dog days of summer and the kids start to get a little depressed and they start counting the days down. I'm like, dude, you got three weeks left. Why are you ruining? Don't be a bummer. But it's hard for me too. I try to shove those feelings down when you start seeing the back to school sale commercials and it's like, fuck you, man. It's August 1st. Like, no. Okay. Well, you know how I feel about, I, I, you know, for me, the dog days of summer is my depression kicking in that I'm going to have to start to fucking see people's new clothes and new shoes for the new year. No, That's no, I know I that for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I only post those for you now. But um, I just, uh, yeah, I feel like you, I mean, summer's still really, like, we're still kind of in the middle. Yeah, it's August, but we, I live in Southern California. So for us, it's, I mean, we got a couple more months of summer. Our, our summer doesn't end until the end of October. But as far as, like, school going back, yeah, we have three more weeks. And so I try not to – I don't want to think about it. It's depressing for me when the dog days of summer hit. I don't like to see – you know what my tip-off is for the beginning of when when I start to get depressed about when summer's ending? Shark week. <laughs> <laughs> when is that? Now. It was, I think it was last week. <laughs> I don't know why Shark Week became such a big deal. I don't even know ne- which network did it, but whoever did, I think it's Discover, Discovery, whatever. Yeah. But whoever did it was genius because it's such a big deal and it always happens on the same week every year and whatever. Right. I see all the, all the advertisements and all the ads and the things and the Shark Week. And I'm like, always like, Shark Week. <sighs> Bump. And now fucking I'm going to start week. seeing back-to-school commercials as soon as fucking Shark Week is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, I'm rejecting that this year. I reject it. We still, we still have another vacation, summer vacation left to go. I have zero tan. I have not been to the beach, gone swimming. I haven't done any sort of water sports this year yet, this summer yet. I don't know what that's all about, but we just, our, our vacations haven't really involved water stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually we have like one lake-related vacation. I don't know. Okay. This year was a little bit of a do. summer bummer, been, but we're going to the beach for a week, so it'll be fun. Yeah. I've been trying to do fun things, but it's, it's, I like being outside, you know, when it's not as hot, and now it's going to get a little hotter again, so I'll have to go indoors, but whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, so listen, Keek, I, I've got a little surprise for you. <gasps> what? Is mm-hmm. it a good surprise? Oh, I think it's a fabulous surprise. Is it something that's going to make me feel better about my life choices? I don't, I don't know. Uh, that. But sometimes when you tell stories about things that have happened to other people, it has a tendency to make me feel better about my life choices. No, this is going to be a little bit of a throwback mm. for you. Um, this is something that I try. I, I'm cleaning out my garage, and I'm going through things that I, um, I'm going through things. And I came across this little gem, which we had discussed once before on the show. And I couldn't find it, but I have now. And Ooh I'd like la to la. take the next six or so minutes of your life and throw this back for you. What do you think? Okay. Do it. Yes, sir. The Mark O'Brien Radio Program. Welcome back to the show. No we have a couple of ladies in here. Uh, one of them vying for the tickets. One of them pimping out her friend just so she could go. To the Bon Jovi show, uh, right here live on the program, nine o'clock hour Monday morning. Yeah, it was. Uh, Keek called up and made this offer uh, of her friend coming down. 
She said that she will take how many quarters? Uh, there's 22. And do you do them all at one time? Yeah, all at one time, but right. I'm... Uh, well, the deal was... Keek. ...said her friend... Girk. Could, ...could could drop 20 quarters in a glass from her butt mm-hmm. standing over them. <laughs> right. And now you're, you're saying that you've got 22 quarters... For bounce-out factor. Because a couple of them might bounce Perhaps, out. Perhaps, unless, right. you know, if I don't miss. Well, well here's the interesting part. Again, uh, Keek... Going for the tickets. Hello. Hi. All right. Uh, and you're, again, pimping your friend who you don't care if she goes or not. It's for you and who else? Yeah, I'm very selfish. For me and my friend Pam. Okay. And so you are just left out. And that's fine. Wow. What a giver. But you wanted to go. I wanted to go, but sure. She, and, and you're doing this for her, and she's not even going to take you with that pair of tickets. That's just amazing to what me. You suck. I'll get back. <laughs> well, I can always drop Pam and take Girk. <laughs> wow. Well, she's listening there. right now, so she's probably really angry. All right, now, let us ask this. Uh, Girk. You're the one doing the yeah. the, the deal here. Uh, you'll put all the quarters up in the crack there. And will you will you drop all of them at one time? That's correct. Okay. Uh, what sort of a grouping uh, would you be putting the quarters in in your butt crack? It will be a horizontal grasp. Horizontal grasp. <laughs> <laughs> Holding them tight. Mm-hmm. Placing them in the buttocks crack. I see. Ever so tightly. I see. Clinching. Clinching. The clinch is very important. It will be a waddle, 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 plie yeah. release. Waddle, waddle, waddle as you waddle over the uh, the glass. That is correct. Now, we so admire that I, system. I took ballet and this is what... I see. Now we're assuming that uh, you started off with one quarter. That's correct. Okay. At how? At what age? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, <laughs> uh, a late bloomer. Uh, we've never seen this many corners done. And then I guess you worked your way up. Yeah, that's correct. Twenty being your record. Uh, twenty-six is actually my record, but 26. it's a little. Sure. It's a little you, you know, I might have some performance anxiety here. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now we have two containers you can pick from. We have a glass. Or we have a tin cup kind I'm of gonna thing. I'm going to go with the tin cup. You like that? Yeah, it's a little wider mouth. Sure, and it <laughs> might not be uh, as bouncy. That is correct. As the glass there. So, so one, can you believe I found this? I am so happy that you found it. And can I tell you that I always have regret back then from just sounding like an asshole and not actually saying a word. You were hilarious, and when we left there, I thought, I, I was like Cindy Brady. I don't know what happened to me. You and I have done improv. We're total comedy people. These were like my, but I, I think a part of it too is like, these were like my idols. I have been listening to Mark and Brian since like junior high. Right. I love them so much. I could not believe that I was like in their studio and I just froze. I so froze. let's see what happens. But I say this, that's correct like 750 fucking times. So I was a little nervous too, but I just wanted, isn't this but great? You were, so ge- you were so genius and you played off them so well that literally Brian came into the green room afterwards to say, thank you so much. You guys clearly are fans of the show. You clearly know what, what, what we're about, our comedy, our everything. Well, well, let's, talk, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we're done. So hold on. Okay. Here we go. Okay. okay. Okay, we have a microphone down here, down below. Frankie has that mic. Girk. Is now putting the tin cup on the floor. She pours the quarters into her hand. And I'm so glad that you're not behind me because it's not pretty. Not a pretty thing to see. But the clinching, I guess. (laughs) Engineer Tim and Kelly, they are behind you. Quite the view for us. All right, she has the quarters in hand. It appears as though there's... Oh! Oh. She (laughs) did the plie. She squatched down. It looked like she was wiping. She spread the cheek. They're in. She's... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, uh, one, two, three, four, just crapped them right out. All right, she was, had some drop out. Had some drop out. How many? How many drop down? Uh, two, four, six. 
Okay, so you're four quarters short of the 20. Yeah. Okay, that was so quick. And that quick. was 22, though. Right. So, so you're yeah. four quarters yeah, short. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was very quick. Let's go with the glass now. Let's do it again. Oh, okay. Going with the glass. <laughs> Looking for that. See if this is better. All important line of 20 quarters. <laughs> Putting the quarters. In the glass. Again, Open the butt glass. It's the wiping <laughs> move over the glass. Waddles over the glass. It's not a tight. Hold on. Okay, no, no. <laughs> it's a ball. Get a much tighter fit. It's a ball. You organize. <laughs> Ball king, take your base. If Again. one moves, it does not work. Again, when she puts them up, she squats down and looks like she's actually, you know, wiping. Yeah. And then she clinches. <laughs> wow. And she's putting them up in there deep. Oh, she's wearing black tights, by the way. Oh. 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 Had a little uh, seepage there. Oh, I blew it. Little incontinence with right. the quarters. It's all right. You've already the won pressure. the tickets because well, no, you did well on the tin cup. Don't worry about it. I know. Let's, <laughs> take, let's take one more so we can hear the glass right. sound. She's picking up her quarters. It appears as though it got off to a slow start at the beginning because one slipped. Mm -hmm. The audience. Uh, I usually had a couple more drinks. Uh, well, <laughs> understandably so. That's how I got into there. this mess. Right. Okay, there okay. she is. Squatting and sticking, waddling and... Oh, 22! Not one bounced out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. Well, that, now, now, before we go any further here, you say your record is how many? 26. All right. You've got 22 there. I have oh, no. five quarters here. We want you to go for the record 27. Never done before. Wow. Five more quarters. My mom's going to be so proud. <laughs> now, do you want the tin cup, uh, the can, or do you want the glass? You know what? Let's go for the tin. The tin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact she has a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's so great. Keek. Yeah, you've you got can, a good friend here. You can see <laughs> the stress on her brow. Okay. She's never yet attempted this many quarters. <laughs> 27. Head up in the butt crack. Never done before. She feels Water strong. Waddle oh. oh, a few bounced out. Had a little forward roll there. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Very well done. Girk. It appears as though you really have gone above and beyond the call of duty. Obviously, Keek will receive her pair of Bon Jovi tickets. And you yourself, Girk, will also oh, receive yeah. a pair oh, to go and see Bon Jovi. And so who do you take? Gosh, it's a whole new world for me today. <laughs> make sure it's a <laughs> make sure it's a good friend. It will be a good friend. Yeah. The twenty-two quarters in the glass, very impressive. Yeah. Thank you. You got all twenty-two. I did. Every quarter stuffed up your ass. That's correct. <laughs> Mary a one behind. Uh, Mary a one behind. Uh, Do you want your quarters back? Uh, not really. You, you keep them. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. An excellent Thank job. You. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Nice job. Have a great time. We'll see you there. And uh, Keek. Uh, you know, you, you sold out your friend, and we yeah. appreciate it. Okay. She's tried everything, I guess, all week long, That's trying to get through. That's good entertainment. Uh, Thank you, ladies. Maybe some backup entertainment for. Monday, you know, See you, sure. in case, just in case. Very nice. Oh, yes. Very, very nice, girls. Beautiful job, beautiful job. Um, I'll always have that picture in my mind of her stuffing those things up her yeah, butt. Yeah, uh, it was extra nice. Yeah. No matter how hard your butt is, when you're clinch, you're going to get a little cellulite. Oh, sure. You know, so oh, that's sure. why she said, glad that we weren't behind oh, her. Sure. There you go. That is hilarious. I remember it like it was yesterday. And just for the record, I did try everything. I, I know. was calling all we love because this was not just a Bon Jovi concert because you can buy like tickets 40 for people, right? You can buy tickets for a Bon Jovi concert. This was Bon Jovi at the Key Club. Now, for those of you who don't know Hollywood, the Key Club, so the Sunset Strip, there's a section of the Sunset Strip that has some really famous uh, nightclubs that have been around for a long time. The Viper With, Room, which is a newer a one. Whiskey a go-go. The Key Club, the Rainbow the, Room, the Rainbow Room, the Troubadour, which is not on the Sunset Strip. That's actually farther south. Um, these are clubs that 
a lot of famous rock bands got Van their Halen. start in and yeah. played in. Van Halen and Aerosmith and, um, I mean, like any band you, you could it. think of has played at these clubs to get started. And Bon Jovi notoriously has told lots of stories about how he, you know, came to L.A. with nothing, with his band and with his, you know, with a demo and walked up and down the strip trying to get people to listen to his demo. And so these nightclubs are nightclubs. These are nightclubs. They are not venues. So they were doing the, the radio station was doing it. They were promoting something. I don't even know what it was. Maybe their new album or something. New album, yes. Yeah. And they were only, they were playing in the morning. They were doing a morning concert at the Key Club. The Key Club, the max capacity of the Key Club is only like a couple hundred people. Yeah. And, and there weren't even that many. You got sick, so you weren't able to go, which was a drag. I had, ton, I got a tonsillitis. She strep throat. After all of that, so got sick. strep throat. So we ended up having two extra tickets. And my friend Pam and I went. And there was literally maybe, I, there was 100? less than 200 people there. There was like yeah. 100 people there. So it was like having front row seats to like the best. I am a huge, crazy Bon Jovi fan. I've been a Bon Jovi fan since 1986. I've been to every single concert since 1986. And um, my friend Pam has been to every single concert since like 84. She started going to their concerts from the Runaway album uh, before Slippery When Wet. And we were just enormous fans. So for me, I was trying everything to get through to win those tickets. Which Every I normally, day you called. I normally never do. I was pimping out celebrity phone numbers, uh, right. which could have gotten me fired from the job that I had. And I was doing anything. And I would I'd wait on hold for hours. They would leave you on hold for hours and just get to you when they got to you. And I finally got through and they were like, oh, yeah, we've talked to her. We have that phone number. Try again. Okay. So, so, so I get a phone call. Going, Girk, I'm desperate. I'm I I gotta see this Bon Jovi thing. I can can I can I use you? Will can you please drop quarters out of your ass to win me tickets? Will you will you get me tickets? And I'm like, okay, because that's how I am. I'm like, okay. And then in the in the parking lot, like at 6 a.m., we're sitting in the parking lot of this thing, looking at each other, going, what the fuck? And Girk is looking at me, going, oh my god, what have you fucking done? I fucking hate you. I I. I can't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. <laughs> it was so early in the morning. I'm in these tights. I'm like, this show is syndicated. And then I, but I did have the forethought to bring my, my boom box that recorded. So we, and I had oh, batteries yeah, in this, it. This was the nineties. It was the nineties. So we, and we wanted to hear it. There was no, there was no digital. There was no right, digital. So they yet. weren't, they, they weren't going to give us a copy of it. Like, you know what no, I mean? No, no. So I literally had the radio playing and, press record on the cassette so that it would tape the show while we were doing the show. But these are only 90-minute cassette tapes. We didn't know when they we were going to have no us idea. on. So we just hit record at the last minute and just were pray hoping and praying that they would have us on before it stopped recording. Right. So we go in. That actually sounds really good for a cassette. Okay. That went from a cassette to a, a CD this morning to my computer to another to record yeah. to a digital. Like, I have just already three generations. I will. That's, a, that's amazing. So we get there. Yeah, and, and, how, and can, didn't you guys love how I sounded? Wait, what's that? <laughs> you couldn't hear me? No? Huh. Because, because somebody needed to remind Keek that she was on the fucking radio. Speak, girl, speak. Oh you my laughed. God. I could hear you laughing the whole time. Oh, yeah, I laughed, but I never spoke. 
Never. Finally, I think Brian was like, he would literally ask me questions because I just sat there like Cindy Brady staring right. at the well, red Well, I, I was, you know, Ringling Brothers, the greatest show on earth. I, I could oh not say God. anything. So we get into the green room and I am just like starting to fucking sweat it out, man. I'm like, oh, she hated oh me. You God. hated me so much. Afterwards, it was fun. You hated me so much beforehand. You were looking at me like, I cannot believe that I'm doing this. I cannot believe that right. you're making me do this. So we go in, and the way that the studio is set up is, you know, they have guests there all the time, so their studio is a little bit bigger. But they're, they're each kind of sitting at these desk consoles, and then there's kind of this area. And there are big picture windows all on the one side of the studio. Yeah, for the and then control room a, where everybody's standing. No, no, the hallway. I'm talking about where the hallway is. There's oh, the hallway. yeah, 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 yeah. So there's these big picture windows in the hallway, and behind where I was standing was another picture window, which is where their news lady is and their yes. engineer. And yes. so, I, and but it was kind of black. I couldn't see. So I walk in, and I, you know, they, they have the mic for me, and they have the mic on the ground for the can and for the glass, respectively. And you heard how it went, right? So, and yes. I said that's correct. I like I was. I think I was. I don't know what if I was trying to be witty or funny, but I was. It was ridiculous. After I you heard you were hilarious. The they loved you so much. You were hilarious. I did. I did play with them, and yes. um, it was quite mortifying to me that the woman and the engineers were behind me, seeing yes. my puckered sure. ass. Yes. You know, I always say, don't stand behind me when I do this because it's you know it's not for the weak of heart. It's never it's, well. And it's never an attractive, and like Brian it's said, it's book. never an attractive angle of anybody when you're clenching your butt cheeks because, yes, all of the, it's like cottage cheese. All of your cellulite, like, comes out and goes, hey, hi, how you doing? It's just not a good look. So no. even, even in black tights. So we go ahead and do it. Of course, I was, I just, I mean, I did it for my love of cake. So I. And sober and totally sober. Totally sober. Which is why I said I should have had more drinks because I think I would have had more control. But, you know, I was nervous, and I thought sure. I did really well. Now, yes. subsequently, my, the record was 26. A couple of years later, I was in Wisconsin where I had been drinking, and my buddy who has made money off of me, he feigned, he feigned like, complete uh, – he was so upset that I did it when I originally showed him. Yet we were at a party, and he bet these drunk assholes that I could – drop quarters more out of my butt than they could. And he won a shitload of money because they were like idiots. But so yeah, then sure. he started picking me up. So then we, I was at his house and he said, let's go for the record. And I, I broke the and record. And you said, and house. then for the next five years, you guys were like grifters living on the road, pool sharks, exactly. like, just, just going from bar to bar, collecting money from people. Right. I can crack walnuts <laughs> in my ass crack now. My butt's so tight from dropping quarters. So anyway, so we did the Mark and Brian thing. And like I said, I subsequently got sick. But as Keith was saying, we went into the green room and they came in and they were still laughing. They had gone into a well, break. Well, Brian came in. Brian Mark was, I, that's when I learned that Mark was a little snooty snooty. Oh. He, uh, I had heard that from another friend of mine who had worked in, in PR and done promotions with them. He didn't really ever come in or speak to us. But Brian came in and was super um, just amazing. And loved, it was good comedy for them. He loved us so much. And he, he said, you know, oh, my God, you guys clearly are fans of this show. You clearly know. You clearly get what we're all about. That was amazing. Thank you so much. So it yeah, was, we made it, it, was we awesome. made it. We made it so easy for them, that bit. Yeah. They didn't have to work really hard. I was giving no. them feedback. And, and so, um, so we get back to the car. And we're all, now we're all like, hee, 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 yes. we just did it, we did yes. it, we did it. 
I think I made you drive. I'm like, I'm not, I'll go. I drove, yeah, I drove. It was early, and it was way in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, yeah. It was it's far like away in the middle of, like, some of industrial park. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what town that is. It's like South yeah. L.A. or something. So, yeah. Um, so we get in the car, and we check the tape, and we had the recording that you just heard, which was and great. And we got it. We were so happy. And like I said, so... The, and, then we, and then we proceeded to lose it for 22 years. <laughs> yeah, lost it. I couldn't... It was buried away. Honestly, I was So you found through, that when you were going through your garage? Going through my garage, I found a box of CDs, and this, it wasn't, there was nothing on the cover. And I, I would have thrown it away. And I literally opened it up, and it said, Mark and Brian, quarter dropping. And I went, <gasps> and I was on the phone, and I got in my car, because my car still had a CD player, and I played it, and I had, the tears were just running down my face. My girlfriend was laughing her ass off, and I'm like, yeah, I'm crazy. And I yeah. love it. I love me. Yeah. I'm so crazy. I so, know. Like about, so the concert was like the next week and I totally got sick, so I couldn't go. And you go. had tonsillitis and you couldn't go. I was really yeah. disappointed. Yeah. And, but um, I got a phone call from a friend of mine in Arizona who said, uh, I was listening to the Mark and Brian show. Was that you? Pretty sure that was you. And I'm like, yeah, it, it sure was me. It mm-hmm. sure was me. So mm-hmm. anyway, yes, I uh, was, wait, so did you, you broke your record and you did 30 with your friend? I did 20, I think I did 27 or 28. Nice. But I haven't attempted since, so there could be a comeback. I did um, did display the corner-dropping trick at my uh, high school reunion last September. Fantastic. Much, Yeah, they, they were, I, I think it got on Facebook actually a little bit of it, but they were quite enthralled by my talent. So okay. I got to surprise Keeks this morning with a little throwback. That's awesome. But that, that also tells awesome. you, that tells you, the listener, how far back this shit goes with us. How the long we've been? How long we've been friends? Because what that was, was that? That's the '90s. But when? That was the '90s. I mean, well, when did you move? When did you leave LA? 2001. 98. So that had to have been like mid, yeah, mid to late 96, '90s. 97. Mid to late '90s, I'm sure, because yeah, that was mid to late '90s. A long time ago. It was ago. a long time. Anything that has a nine 20, in front of it, I'm sorry, it was a really long time ago. <laughs> Probably about 20 years ago is what we're saying. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Holy crap, but I can still do it, and I'm still just as crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a true story. That is a true story. Oh, my God. What a gift. I love that. You found that so much. I cannot believe that. Sometimes sometimes my memory, like, I I can't remember anything, and you'll go, and you'll have your friends that you've known since high school, they'll tell a story and you just look at them like deer in the headlights. Like right. I have no recollection of that story whatsoever. And that terrifies me that I don't remember that story. And it sounds like we had a blast. I really wish I could remember that story. So when I do remember like stories with vivid recollection, it just really makes Didn't me it, happy. It does. It, it, it really like makes yesterday. me happy. Didn't it seem like it was, yeah. Like I totally, when I heard it, I was like, holy crap. It does seem like yesterday, and I tell you, every time I think of that, I cringe at how little I uh, participated. However, oh. I just, I just, it was so fun. I cannot believe it. was a good adventure. I remember, you know what, and I remember where I was living. I was living in Toluca Lake at the time. When did I, I wasn't married yet. I got married in 2000. No, you weren't married. It was, and I was living in that Toluca Lake apartment, but I lived in that apartment for a really long time. So I'm trying to remember. That's how I gauge, when you have kids, you gauge everything by like, that's how my memory works is I can remember how old my kid was. But I remember, because I remember sitting on that couch, I had this like, that was back in the days when you were like late 20s, early 30s, 
and um, all of your furniture was inherited. I don't know about any of you, but like when my, you were in your 20s. My furniture all of, is still inherited. And I'm all of your in furniture my, was inherited yes. from somebody else. And I had this I'm couch. looking around my room. Everything was yeah. inherited. Still, I had this now, couch today. inherited from a friend, and I was sitting on, it was not anything I would have picked out. I was sitting on this white and gray, like striped couch, staring out the window of my apartment on hold for hours every day trying to get through because I was determined I was going to win tickets. And it was one of those things where Mark and Brian were, their show, they were That was the ass. height of their show, too. That though. was the that height of their the, show. Yeah. They had been on the air for 30, you know, they've been, they, by the time they went off the air, it was like 30 years. They had been on the air for so long. And you had to, like, they expected greatness to give you tickets. They were like, you better think of something. Come up with something better. Click. Right. And right. I'd be like, oh, damn it. I don't even Besides the phone numbers, what were some of the other things that failed? I couldn't know. I couldn't think of anything. It was phone number. I just kept thinking of because at the time they were doing this thing where they would like, they were just not really crank calling, but they were just like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ambushing. They were just ambushing celebrities. So I was like, okay, I'll help you ambush celebrities. <laughs> but, but it's really hard when you have people who are celebrities themselves and know a lot of celebrities and have right. a lot of phone numbers. Um, so I think that's, I think I only, to be honest with you, I believe I tried for three or four days yeah. just, just to get through to give them the phone numbers. So it wasn't like I was getting through every day. I literally tried and sat on hold for hours every single day just to get through to give them the celebrities' phone numbers. And, and it, it didn't. And it yeah, didn't it work. Was, it was a quick concert. I mean, it was, a, it was only like four days or five days that they were promoting it. I mean, it was right. a quick Right. So I only had, so not only did I have like Gert come through for me, but I had to try to get through again, which was not easy. So I had to try to like sit on her. So I was like, okay, so now I have this, I got to try to get through again and sit on hold for hours again and try to, it takes, it takes a long time just to get through to the operators because back then it was the busy signal. You just get busy signal, busy signal, busy signal, busy signal, because everyone was calling you right. just to talk to an operator. Then you had to talk to the operator and like pitch your thing to the operator and have the operator think that it was good enough to then put it in front of Mark and Brian. And then you had to wait for hours to see if Mark and Brian, because they put lists in front of Mark and Brian and then they would just occasionally get to it and go, Oh, we have this person. All right. Well, maybe we'll, and you have to sit and listen to the show and sit on hold for hours. Like, hoping that they would get to you and that wow. they would think that, that I your see, idea I was didn't a good know. idea. Look at all the and work that, you put into it. Oh, my God. I was like, yes. So for, I'm for thinking, me to finally get through and actually get through twice was yeah. a big deal. And the winning, the winning thing. I mean, obviously, again. And, that, and for them, then I had, was pitting out because then they were like, okay, yeah, we'll do this, but this is something we're going to need to see in person. So then I had to call Greg back and be like, okay, so – um. Hey, so thank you so much. First of all, uh, they totally love it. Um, what are you doing tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I had to picture on the brand new idea of getting up at 6 a.m. and driving like an hour in rush hour traffic to get to their studio so she could uh, actually do it, do it for I them thought I, was gonna, I thought I literally was going to crap myself because as we're getting closer, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can do this. I'm such a oh pimp. I'm such a okay, pimp. but here's what I think. I think <sighs> that I was living in North Hollywood. Yeah, you were living in North well, Hollywood. Yeah, by, you were, by, you were um, in super that fan, by the other, or one of our super fans. Yeah, and you were living by the lo- down the street from the Long John Silver and the Blockbuster. Yeah, and so the Blockbuster that tells video. me because I also had to think about this. For me to go, I didn't have a nine to five job then. 
I think so, I was work doing. I was doing massage. You for were myself. doing massage, yeah. You so were doing I was, I was at least thirty, because I worked for that company. I gave them notice, um, and I think I stopped working uh, that like in. Uh, so that would be ninety nine. It was between ninety nine and two thousand. Yeah, I figured, I figured it was late nineties because yeah, yeah, yeah. So like ninety nine two thousand is what it was. Yeah, because I got married in two thousand. It had to have been 98 or 99 because I got married in 2000 and it was before it was. Before well, I'm narrowing we it down. I didn't leave that company until after I was 30. So it had to be 99, yeah. maybe the summer of 99. I know this is so fascinating for our listeners. To, I know. To I know. That. But it's just crazy when you, well, think, when it, you, it, when you have people, friends that go back that far. It's crazy to think about like, oh, my God, that was so long ago. It was almost know, 20 years ago. Almost it was. Ago. But the fun, the fun thing is, is that. Um, when you have a friendship like yours and ours and we do these silly things, that one, they're great to reminisce about. Two, we get to share it with you. Yeah. We get to see just how fucking nuts I really am, although I think yes. you guys have figured this out by now. Uh, I'm pretty sure when we peed on the air in those lady cups, whatever those were called. That, again, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, <laughs> and I got these little vaginal to-go peeing things, and we both held our urine so that we could see if they worked the way we wanted to. I held my urine... And that was, tried to overflow the cup. That I tried was the to, weirdest feeling and you ever. Peed, you peed outside to see if you could cap a squat. Oh, like my a God, I did. That's right. For some reason, yeah. I was thinking I peed in the bathroom, but no, you're right. No, I, I did. did. And then I gave you beaver shot because I had the iPad. Because we, Keek and I can see each other while we're doing this, which makes it good so we can animate with each other. But yeah. um, I, I think I showed a little bush shot there for you when I was it's getting possible. out of the tub. Yeah, it's no, possible. I'm pretty sure. You peed so, in the tub? Yeah, because I was trying to um, see oh, how, if I could overflow it. If I if I had to go really really badly, would I overflow it? And you didn't. Like, no, it funneled right out. Yeah, it was a good product. I have it in my car right now with have a mason jar it? and toilet paper in the back. Yeah, if I had to. Really? I would totally use it. No, I'm saying have you? I haven't had to. I cannot believe that you care. What's it called? It's like something cup lady. I can't no, remember. No, it was. Um, so you have that. The in a something. Oh, something go, a go, go pee. Go pee? No. no. Uh, I'll think of it. It's actually in my nightstand. I don't know why, because I didn't know what to do with it. So you going to pee next to your bed? No, put it in your no, car. No, I could use it, but I should put it in my I car. I have it in a Ziploc bag with toilet paper and a mason jar. And a so mason that if I'm bed. on the highway and there's or like there's nowhere to go, I can pull up. Remember I told you I had that voiceover work um, two years ago? And Waze was taking me through some seedy parts of town, and, and I to really pee. had to pee, and I was so glad that I had it. Not that I, I didn't have to use it, but I was, I was determined, I actually had forgotten it. So there were a couple times where I was like seeing drug deals going down, and I'm like, I am afraid for my life. And I'm like, fuck, i got to put that thing in my car. And I did, and then I never had to. But now, to use it, but now I know I, I'll pull over on the highway and slide my seat back and grab that mason jar and just let it go and be okay. Dope. But have you ever done it? I haven't, but I'm, I'm yeah. set in case I need to. But I'm set. I'm, I'm good to go. But, but coming back, like I said, it's, it's great, you know, so we get to share this with you guys and you get to see this, but I, a little something special for my friend here. <gasps> I love it so much. You know, we've been doing this show for over four years now. Yeah. Did you know that? No, I knew it had been a couple of years. I didn't realize it had been four years. June 2014 is when we had our first episode. And right. if you guys are new to the show, first of all, um, thanks for joining us. 
listen to the older episodes too. There's some really good stuff that's funny. Sometimes I'll find myself sharing it with other people and, and then I'll still laugh. And then, um, and if you've been a long-time listener, thank you for hanging in with us. Um, yeah. We, we really love doing this. Um, and, um, you know, for all 35 of you and our friends in Europe, we had, you know what, we have some folks in Australia who started to listen. Sweet. I don't know if we've uh, kept them. mate. I don't know. Yeah. I can't do an Australian accent. Yeah. I find Australian accents hard. Why do you try to insult people as soon as I tell you we have new listeners? Like, why do you even, like, try to go there and, like, try to be like them? And I then you end up, like, offending people. I like only the offend Asian. you. I, I, no, I told you. How that do you had... know the Asians were offended? You don't know the Asians were offended. Because you said you made some kind of comment about the Asians, and I'm like, there they go. They listened for, like, an episode and left. You said, like, you know, you said, like, something to all our Asian people. You may not understand this or something like that. And I'm like, there they go. Not as a racist thing, as a as a it was oh, a no. culture as a cultural thing. Oh, I don't. I, I never I explained whatever we were talking about. I Listen, never said it was racist. Know. Maybe I they never. find maybe they find you insulting. Quite possibly. <laughs> I doubt it, but I'm gonna. I doubt it. <laughs> All right, kids. I think oh we played long enough in the sandbox today. So. We have. That was so amazing. That Thank was you fun, so much. wasn't it? What a gift! I love that so much. All right. Listen, you guys, uh, don't forget to check out the handcuffs. We hope that you are enjoying this beautiful summer wherever you are, whatever nook and cranny in the world you reside in. I guess our time's up. I don't know what that beep was, but um, <laughs> I didn't I, hear it. <laughs> there's, I hear there's a beep on our end. I'm like, I guess that's it for us, folks. Again, thank you so much for listening, and um, you make this fun for us to do. So love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Someone who's clean